That's my sushi. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Dim the lights because it's time for a special edition of the Box Office Preview Podcast, Fantasy Box Office Edition. This is an on-stage blog podcast network production. I am your host, Greg Earhart, contributor to on-stage blog and on-screen and 2019 summer fantasy box office champion. Oh, for crying out loud. Joining me today, my co-host. He was already clearing off space for the 2019 fall trophy, but he might be just starting to fill it back in. It's on screen, Chief Critic Ken Jones. Ken, welcome. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I'm I'm still saving space. <laughs> well, also joining us today, our very special guest, who has a very very small trophy case for his one and only title in 12 years of fantasy box office. It's on stage blog founder and editor in chief Christopher Downton Abbey Peterson. Chris, uh, welcome, how are you? Which only means that my next title will be all more sweeter. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like the 1908, you know, um, White Sox. You know, you, you got to wait for a while because it's right. you know, sweet. Sure, Jan. Yeah, sure. We'll be waiting. We'll be waiting a long Hold, hold while. your breath on that one. Uh, ha, ha. So this is uh, this is a special edition. Uh, we, a couple weeks ago, we did our preview of the 2019 fall and winter uh, movies framed in fantasy box office terms, uh, where we broke down what we thought were going to be the biggest movies, uh, the biggest surprises, and if you're playing fantasy box office along with us, uh, how we would bid for them and how highly we would take them. So now this podcast we will be breaking down the auction draft that we had uh with myself ken jones chris peterson and two friends of the blog uh tim and paula uh before we get into that and so we're gonna break down all the results uh chris insisted on defending uh his strategy his auction strategy uh he said we could not do this without him so uh we welcome me welcome as always before we get into that i do want to take a word to talk about hustlers because um, we're not going to be talking about Hustlers this week or, well, we'll talk about what we do next week, but I did want to explain why there is no box office preview of Hustlers. And the reason's pretty simple. is because Ken and I really didn't think this was going to be much of, an, much of a movie. Um, our init- the initial tracking, and we agreed with it, was going to open you know, somewhere in the 10 to $15 million range. Um, it seemed like a movie of not much consequence, mm-hmm. uh, basically. Yeah. And it's turned out that uh, the reviews are out, and it's the reviews love it. It's at ninety percent Rotten Tomato right now. They're projecting an opening like of at least thirty million, possibly forty million. So if that happens, this could be a big movie, and uh, we should be previewing it. But we do the schedule weeks and weeks ahead of time. Um, so what we're gonna do to sort of make up for it is so next week when we do Ad Astra, we'll do a see or don't see in bonus questions. Uh, for hustlers, we'll throw on hustlers in there. We'll do we'll do see don't see and bonus questions, um, but we're get, we're gonna spend most of our time on Ad Astro and maybe a smidge of time on on uh, the Rambo movie, uh, Last Blood. Uh, but we will talk about hustlers uh, next week. So join us next week if you want to hear some want to hear some hustlers talk and a big Jennifer Lopez uh, breakdown between between Ken and I. Yes. But without further ado, let's let's break down the fantasy box office draft for fall and winter 2019. Just to uh, remind everybody, we are, it's 
fantasy box office is basically fantasy football for movies. Uh, the scoring is done by multiplying box office times Rotten Tomatoes, and we select movies that are in the theaters anywhere from September through January 31st. And we tally results through January 31st. And whoever has the most points wins by Rotten Tomato times box office. So let us go through. We're going to go through. We're going to start off with the big movies. And we'll start relative, roughly in order of how they were selected. So I, as a 2019 fantasy box office summer champion, selected first. And Ken and Chris, tell me if you disagree. There, there's there's basically a two pronged strategy, whether it's fantasy football or anything auction style. Is either you nominate the movie that you want it that you want, or you nominate a movie that you really don't want, but you kind of want someone else to try and bid it up and hope yeah. you know, other people's money run out. I was actually sort of in the middle of this with so I put out the Joker first. I did this for a couple reasons. So one is. I really, so the reviews were out, and the reviews were that it was at least really good, um, you know, possible Oscar performance for Joaquin Phoenix, and this was going to at least have a pretty high Rotten Tomato score, as as we kind of expected. I really wanted to see where this value came in. If it w- if it was overpriced, then I d- certainly wanted no part. This is not a movie I wanted at all costs. It was a movie I'd love to get if it was undervalued. Um, it ended up coming in at eighteen dollars. Ken, were you targeting Joker um, as part as part of your strategy for uh, for this year? Uh, it, it I was, got it. Eight, let me just say I did. So I ended up getting it for eighteen dollars. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So I, I what I do with with mine is I, I do a power rankings, and I kind of rate like everyone like one to thirty or a little bit beyond. And I had Joker and like the. I can't remember exactly, but like the four to six range, probably maybe four or three. Uh, so it was depending on where it came out, I would have been interested in bidding on it. But as it was the first movie, uh, I was kind of OK to just kind of sit back and, and see where it went. Um, I, I kind of subscribe to the, the second fear uh, uh, strategy that you threw out where you kind of wait for other people to to spend a little bit of their money before going in on something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, and just kind of see where things lie. Um, but I thought 18 was a pretty good price for it. If it, if it had been in like the 12 or 13, I probably would have been on it just to, to bid it up for no other reason. Yeah. Um, so I was, I was okay to let it go at 18 um, with the possibility of realizing that it could go a little higher. Yeah. Chris, what, what were your thoughts as it was bi- being bid up to 18? Well, you know, I was, I, I believe I was one of the bidders. Um, I was willing to spend low double digits. So like 10, 12, 13, right around that level. Um, because I, I looked at this as being a talked about movie, mm-hmm. a movie that's definitely going to get a lot of attention. I, I don't know about repeat customers or, you know, a long shelf life, so to speak, but at least, you know, with a strong Rotten Tomatoes meter and then, you know, maybe a, perhaps a strong opening weekend. It obviously makes it worth it on that end. So, yeah, I mean, I, it's just like Ken, I kind of subscribe to usually the first or second pick, uh, as long as it's not one of the big movies, try to get that like second tier and get people to bid high on that, uh, yeah. which, you know, kind of worked. Yeah, so I priced this at about 150-ish million, 140 to 150 with Rotten Tomato times box office, which put my bid, you know, right around $18. So 
at 18, I was pretty happy. I thought that was fair value, and I thought that gave me room to possibly get a bigger tier movie if the value was right. So if I could pair that with, you know, um, whether it's Jumanji or Frozen or Star Wars, if I get at the right price, mm. then I thought, <clears throat> then I thought, okay, I got a pretty good one-two punch there. So at 18, I was pretty happy. I would certainly, I, I was would not have been comfortable going into the 20s. If I think if it got to 20, if someone bid me a 20, I would have let them have it. But 18. I think it was pretty satisfied. We should uh, we should mention we have a sixty dollar budget, uh, yes, and, and a, a max of six uh, roster spots. So to speak, yes, correct, to fill yes. Up. right. So eighteen dollars was almost a third of the budget. Right. Um, so the next, so moving on from that, and again, we're not going to give this level analysis for every movie. We're going to talk about the big movies, you know, in the first round or so. So Ken threw out Star Wars Episode Nine. The big I, movies usually go pretty early. Ken, do you want to throw in any strategy nuggets? Uh, yeah, I just so, so I as Joker won for eighteen at that point. I just kind of again to see what the you know get a feel for the room, so to speak. I threw out Star Wars just to see how high it would go. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, figuring figuring I wasn't going to and it did. <laughs> um, I wasn't really interested in in getting it just because I knew it was going to go for. Uh, it, I, I'd say thirty dollars would be a minimum, uh, with with the fall slate of releases. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll let you go from there. Yeah, well, so the bidding ended up going between Chris and Paula. Let's go with the big one: Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker, eighteen bucks, thirty-five. 36. Paula, you want Frozen 2. You don't want Star Wars. <laughs> Paula just doesn't want to be in last place. That's what <laughs> that's that's what Paula wants. 38. 39. 40. Chris, it's a 60 cap. Just Listen, I know where the cap is. <laughs> Do you though? And two cap 200 capped. 60 per movie. I know what the cap is. <laughs> Uh, 41. Wow. All right, now I'm out. I'm out. Wow. 41, Star Wars, Paula. Uh, Going once. Going twice. Sold. Okay. All right. Paula got her movie. Paula has $19 left. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Chris uh, has no spine. (laughs) <laughs> ah, hardy hard. Um, it went all the way up to forty-one dollars, uh, which is two thirds of the budget. Paula ended up getting for forty-one. Chris, you were right there up with with her. You bid you bid forty. Paula went forty-one. You decided to pass out at that point. You want to tell us uh, what what was your uh, what were your thoughts bidding up that high, and then eventually seeing yeah, it to uh, Paula? What made you uh, walk away? Well, it was really two reasons. Uh, the first being that I just, you know what? It got to that $40 mark. And for me, it's like, unless it's an absolute lock and there's not a lot out there, um, you know, to cap and whatnot, I don't feel comfortable spending basically two thirds of my budget on one, you know, one movie when I should that's, really that's be trying fair. to get five or six. And plus I had, you know, as we were getting up to that $40 mark, I had this like prophecy 
if you will. Ooh, vision. Ooh, I like this. I felt like the movie, the movie gods came down and gave me like some some insight. And I just had this vision of this last chapter just not being very good and bite your tongue like i saw i saw i saw 55 to 60 percent in my mind and i I thought to myself i'm gonna back off wow Uh, i'm gonna let paula have this one because paula here's the this is the thing about paula and i hope she's listening to this podcast (laughs) she can she can bid a movie for a movie like this but then she has no idea what she's gonna do with that rest of that 20 dollars. and so that really if there's ever if there's ever someone who is wow, truly shots fired. Wow. you know crippled by having two thirds of their budget spent on one movie, it's Paula. So I felt like okay, you know I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna get her out of the way, and then she's not gonna know know what to do with the rest of her money. And uh, I have freedom to then go on on the two other movies that I think will cap. So there you so go. So basically, you're saying you went like you pulled a Joker on her and decided to like just become an agent of chaos. Oh, definitely. To, to a roster. I mean, I've been doing that to her for 30 years now, or so, or 20 years now. So that's wow. okay. in par. Par for the course. Wow. Bill and Chris okay. coming out this episode. That's right. Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> All right. So you weren't particularly disappointed in not getting Star Wars Episode Nine. This is what you're claiming. No. So you, you would have been fine at 40, so, but not at 41. And he's not, he's, yeah. And he's also not I'll, comfortable spending two thirds of his budget on. On one movie. Correct. Two exactly two thirds. Exactly two thirds. Exactly two thirds of my budget. No, as soon as we <laughs> got past like thirty eight, I started to get really weary about you know going. But I felt like Paula was really motivated because she's you know one thing that we don't talk about is you know truly reading your opponent on this auction, and she wasn't exactly hesitating to outbid me when I would throw out yeah. a number. So it, mm-hmm. I could sense that. And I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to keep throwing a number and see if she keeps going higher. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, she did. So it should mm-hmm. also be happy. pointed out. It should also be pointed out that Paula was the loser of the summer. And yes. so the the desire to not come in last place again can be a very motivating factor. She's the New um, York Mets of this uh, fantasy league. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so so it's an interesting turn there. I priced so I think Ken, I was with you. I priced this around thirty dollars. Uh, so w- once it got, I was and I would consider it to about thirty five, depending mm. on how it was. Once it got about thirty five, I was out. I'm like, because I I felt there was there could be better value later on in the draft. So I was well out. Um, yeah, but Paul ends up getting it. Um, now Chris has team meter concerns. I think even that. Even if it does sixty to seventy percent, it still should do seven hundred million. So it still should cap, you know, two hundred right. million. It would have to be probably like twenty five percent, you know, twenty five to thirty percent for it not to cap. So it's probably the safest bet to cap out of all the movies. Uh, the next safest bet to cap is uh, was Frozen Two, which was thrown out by thrown out by Tim. Frozen Two for twenty bucks. I'll go 21. 22. 25. 35. 36. 37. 38. 38. I think I'm out on that one. <clears throat> All right, Frozen Two to Chris for thirty-nine. Going once, going twice. 
Sold. Yeah. <laughs> For two dollars less than Star Wars. Savings. <laughs> that is mastery. That's genius. That, that is a draft. Tactical. That's a, tactical genius. A steal if I ever saw one. Thirty-nine bucks. <laughs> Uh, Very stable genius. I think that's right. <laughs> this so Chris, this was a movie that you ended up getting. Uh, this mm-hmm. went all the way up to thirty nine. Was this a movie you were targeting? Yes, yes. This is okay. one of the one of the three. Um, and I, I made it a point that if I didn't get you know Star Wars, then uh, yeah, be, I was going to be very aggressive on this one. But again, I I will not spend exactly two thirds of my budget <laughs> on a movie. So I got it Just for the exact price, under. the exact price I was hoping for. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, so you had, so again, Ken and I talked about a preview podcast. There's a couple different strategies to win the fall. And one is get the big movie and then fill it out with sleepers and Oscar bait and that sort of thing. And the other one is sort of, you know, filling out your roster with mid tier movies, you know, which was actually Chris's winning strategy. The one and only time he won fantasy box office. That was your, you had Argo, right? That was like, oh, Argo yeah. was like my, my money ball, my money ball strategy. Argo and, and you had Argo and Lincoln, I think. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, and yeah, both of those were only around a hundred million, but you had a bunch of those movies, your, your money ball strategy. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and you put your roster up that way, but you chose this year to go, Go big, go big, and go home, right? Mm-hmm. Right, and yeah. go home. That's right. <laughs> you saw it in there, right? Yeah. Or, or go big and and then uh, eat the sushi that he had ordered as room service. Right? Exactly. <laughs> so uh, again, I I priced this around thirty dollars. Again, very similar to Star Wars. Once it got about thirty five, I was out. Ken, did you were you any, at all interested in this? You had no movies at this point. I mean, I was I was I was checking to see where the bidding was going. Uh, if it's if it started to taper off around thirty bucks, I might have jumped in. Mm-hmm. Um, but once it got above, like you said, about thirty-five, I was like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna, okay. I'm gonna pass on that one." So the next movie nominated. So right now we had three of the top five movies, you know, thrown out, and then we had Knives Out thrown out, which is interesting. Um, Chris threw that one out. He did it. To, he did. He did it purposely to try to bait me. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. And it didn't work because you did, did not, not work this movie. Why not, Ken? This, I thought this is the one that could build your entire roster around this. All right. Um, I will go. Let's, let's see if I can get a, some some low value here. Um, um, I will go with. Um, so much studying. <laughs> you never studied. Um I know. Why would he start now? He's, he's never studied this. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Knives out for two dollars. Well, you're trying to goad Ken into a te- to attempt it because it's it's Ryan Johnson who or Ryan Johnson who. What did you bid, Chris? Two dollars. Two. Nine. I'm shocked that Ken is not going all in on this movie. <laughs> I have I have discipline. <laughs> Apparently, no faith in Ryan Johnson, though. Not accurate. <laughs> Nine for knives out for Tim. Going once. Going twice. Sold. Okay. It's not Ryan Johnson. I don't have faith in it. It's the uh, movie going public. Ooh, wow. Shots fired. Wow. Hot take. 
Is that nine dollars? That's, that's that's a good column right there, Ken. For the uh, yeah. <laughs> you idiots, don't see good movies. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you six that you should see. <laughs> They're all by right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I I trust Ryan Johnson as a director and the the reviews for this movie. Uh, it's still a hundred percent after like forty reviews. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's very positive. But I don't necessarily trust audiences to flock to see. Right. It's a the Ryan audiences Johnson's movie. That... Yeah, <laughs> right. It's the audiences that stink, not the director. Of course, exactly. A, right, right, yes. right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so Tim ended up getting this for nine. I was, again, I, I had box office concerns about this. I priced this around, you know, seven, seven, eight bucks. So nine was conceivable. I just, I wanted to try and get movies with a little bit more upside on the box office side. Um, so that was why I stayed out. Ken. Yeah. I, I saw, I saw it topping out around like, uh, I don't know, like maybe 50 million. Mm-hmm. You know, if it, it but I, I had it ranked at, uh, I mean, yeah, I had it ranked at twenty one in my in my rankings. Mm. So it it was down there a ways. Yeah. I wasn't Chris, willing to go to nine. Yeah, Chris, did you have interest? Did you have any interest in uh, in getting this movie? No, no, I no. had no interest okay. whatsoever. It, this was just <laughs> it was just straight up baiting Ken to like, right. bid on it. So, so yeah. not even for like a dollar, you wouldn't have taken this for two dollars. Like if you oh, wouldn't have. Well, maybe if it was if no if I I think I threw it out there for a dollar. If no one yeah. had bid on it, I would have been happy to take right, it. But right. um, you know, yes, no, it, it it was a pure me thinking that um, because here's the thing, folks, you need to know about Ken. Um, there are uh, there's a handful of there's a handful of of directors that he will. Uh, that can do no wrong in his eyes. And I would say there's will, almost like two handfuls. Almost two handfuls. Oh, there you go. I wasn't giving enough credit. And he will, he'll, he will, like you know, shill out for those. He will mark out, if you will, for uh, oh, those yeah, directors. A hundred percent of the time. So yeah. I know that if there's a, you know, a David Fincher, a PT, uh, Andrew, Paul Thomas Anderson, a, a Wes Anderson movie, Christopher uh, I, Nolan, Christopher Nolan like, like he's going to go big. And I was so I was a little surprised that he wasn't more aggressive to try to take this movie. Yeah. yeah. But say lovey. <laughs> <laughs> so the next, uh, so the next to finish out the round, Paula threw out Jumanji, the next level. And this was the first surprise for me because as we discussed on, on our pod, Ken, th- this had a lot of rotten tomato risk. So the box office, it had to be treated seriously. It had to be treated as like a top five movie. <laughs> Jumanji for $2. I'll go $5. Eight. 21. Come on, Tim. Take your bid to the next level. That was just for the pod. That's, that's, that's going to be our bumper. That's going to be our, in our preview. <laughs> what I'm do so you ashamed. want? Uh, 20, 23, I think. Uh, I'll go 24. <laughs> 2025, 20, and I'm ashamed to have Greg as co host. <laughs> 26. Ken, I'm about to be ashamed of you as a co host if you take this bidding up any higher, but, go, but keep going. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right about at my breaking point. What's the bid? 26? 26. 26. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm out. 
26, Jumanji to Tim. Going once. Going twice. Sold. This was like a lower, basically like a $20 movie uh, for me. And Ken, you ended up bidding uh, bidding this with Tim all the way up to $26. Yeah. Was this, uh, was this tactical in your part or, you, or was this a movie you were really targeting? Well, so my my theory going in, like we talked about on the, on the preview pod, was that Star Wars and Frozen 2 were going to cap. Yeah. And, and then after that, like it, since those were already gone and also the Joker was gone, uh, there, there were really only, you know, one, two, three, maybe four movies that I was looking at that I had ranked, uh, that I thought could make over a hundred million dollars or even, you know, upwards of 150. And I kind of wanted to make sure that I, I, I ended up with at least one of those, if not two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I was willing to, to go up, uh, in, in, in price with Jumanji. Okay. To his so- point. Yeah, and Tim, um, and so Tim ended getting this for twenty six dollars. So he had Knives Out and Jumanji. So we're through the first round, and Ken is shut out, and everyone else is on the board. Um, that it's not the first us... time that's happened either, <laughs> right? <laughs> and there's still a couple big movies out there. And the next, so the next round, I threw out Spies in Disguise. I wanted to make sure that this was not gotten on the cheap. So I wanted to make sure this was the next movie out there, and. I, I did want to see if I could pair this with the Joker um, for, again, this little one-two punch. I ended up, so Ken, you and I ended up mm. bidding, bidding this high. Uh, let's see. Chris, you, at this point, you were not, you, I don't think you were seriously involved in this because you only had $21 uh, left. I'm a little surprised, uh, Paula either. So yeah. actually not even Tim because Tim had 25 left. Tim, Tim could have just done the old Greg Earhart strategy, which is just get two or three movies and call it, a, you know, two call it a day. And... Right. Right. Uh, so this is really left to between me and you. Let's do spies like me for $5. Spies like me. Spies like me. Is oh, I'm sorry. I'm accurate and Chevy chase. Jesus what? Christ. Spies in disguise. <laughs> It's getting a re-release. <laughs> I'm banking on it being very quickly made and released to this window. Yeah, Spies in Disguise. Pardon me. For five, for uh, now that it's not Spies Like Me, I'm going to change my bid to $4. For... I'll go five. Eleven. Tim just found out it's an animated movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tim has to have an animated. Right, Tim has to have an animated. <laughs> I know. Contractually I lost Frozen obligated. I didn't get Frozen 2, so now I need to make a He's on tilt because he didn't get Frozen 2. <laughs> 11. 21. 22. 23. I'm out. Spies in Disguise, 23 to Ken. Going once. Going twice. Sold. <laughs> Obviously, you won the movie. Was this movie you were targeting, or was it just kind it of fell wasn't, into it based it, off the value? Yeah, exactly. It was it okay. was the val- value slash desperation because <laughs> you did the... not like this movie. Yeah, no, I wasn't. I, <laughs> I was not expecting to walk out with this movie uh, at the end right. of the auction. Uh, but like I said, you know, Star Wars, Joker, Frozen, and Jumanji were all off the board at this point. And yeah. then, you know, uh, at that point, it's. You know, Spies in Disguise and It Chapter 2. 
maybe a beautiful day in the neighborhood and cats and right. yeah, at that point it's it's starting to get a little ugly and yeah. you don't want you don't want those lower ones as your number one movie, you know? Right. And this is the movie I I might be kicking myself over, not bidding you up a little bit higher. Um only because, again, I, I just wish I liked that trailer better. Um, Me too. The, the trailer just looks a little vanilla um, and obviously strange. But, again, betting against animated movies, especially in holiday season, is usually foolhardy. I yeah. was pretty happy with the price. Again, I priced this right around $20, $21. And, and uh, I thought I could probably... Three. Right. And I, I thought I could get it Chapter 2 instead for maybe a little cheaper, maybe the same price. So mm-hmm. I ended up let it, giving that to you. The next movie thrown out was by you, Ken, for Cats. And yes. This was a wild card movie because... This was again, me trying to bait Chris <laughs> for his Knives Out move from a and few picks earlier. And this was the first, I, I think, truly surprising bid of the night. Because... So we should all say, and Chris, you can weigh in again if you want, Cats, Cats is a big wild card, you know, because... Not necessarily from well, a little bit from the box office perspective, but you know, musicals tend to do well, especially on Christmas. And this trailer was bizarre, <laughs> you know. Even I mean, they they dressed as they did they did on the Broadway show to a certain extent, uh, but you know, to the regular audience who doesn't know this, I'm, it must have looked like they were on mushrooms or something. The movie that Chris cannot wait to see. Let's go with cats. for a dollar Ken I'm eating that was dangerous to say that (laughs) I'm going to say I'm going to go two dollars because I have faith that the theater crowd will turn out for this movie I fully expected 20% at two dollars you have faith at two dollars I just want to be on record that I put in a bid for this movie It would hurt my credibility as a public figure in the theatrical world. That movie looks like an abomination. It looks terrible. Uh, three. They they shelled out for Les Mis. They'll shell out for this. They always do. Which is why I'm in a bid four. Uh, I left theater crowds too, so I'll go five. Yeah, my, my love for them starts stops at five, so. <laughs> uh, cats, Greg, five. Going once. Going twice. Sold. That ends up being the movie that puts Greg over the top. And... <laughs> hey, look, it's... It's going to be the Ghostbusters of its day. It's good. <laughs> All the, cat, all the cat lovers on... are going are to rally around this movie, and uh, they're going to come out in force. <laughs> I'm saying it's theater fans not... and crazy single women. Let's go. <laughs> right. <laughs> all I'm saying is we better not be looking back on this on February 1st and saying, <laughs> "Why did we give Greg cats for five dollars?" And you could have been sick. You could have. I know. This ended up going only going for five dollars, and I ended up winning it for five dollars. Now, Chris, you're Mr. Musical, and mm-hmm. because you have a whole podcast dedicated to breaking down uh, movie musicals, you are not interested in this at $6. Please, uh, please tell me why. No. Well, okay, here's the deal. Um, there, there's, with musicals, they either do remarkably well or they do 
they just bomb. There, there really is hardly any ever any middle ground. And with a musical like Cats, what people, what the average viewer doesn't realize is that there's no plot to the movie. There's no plot to the show. It's just a bunch of vignettes about cats. So when I looked at this trailer and everybody who's seen the trailer, um, this just looks like a mess. It just looks like a mess. So, but here's the thing. It, it's also a glorious train wreck. And so the, you're absolutely right. The, the wild card is I, I fully expect it not to have a, a, a T rating of above 60%. I think 60% is its ceiling. And um, But I do expect that you're going to at least get a strong opening weekend for this. And then you're just mm-hmm. going to see the drop. So mm-hmm. um, I, I actually think $5 is probably... I would say it's probably good. Maybe, but not maybe six. But not be six. overpaid. No, not six. But I, I would say maybe, maybe you overpaid for a dollar. But like, yeah, no, I, I, I think you're. I think you'll get a fine return at five dollars. All right, Ken. I want to ask you. I want to ask a couple questions, Ken. Sure. Which would you rather have for five dollars, cats or Terminator Dark Fate? <laughs> I mean, there really is only one answer. <laughs> uh, that would be cats. Oh, really? Stop it. Okay. You hold your tongue, Chris. Sir. Chris uh, now, Chris, what do you think? What, what do you think? About uh, well, I'd rather have Terminator Dark Fate. <laughs> that's I mean, what that's you just... ended up getting. So you'd rather pay $5 for Terminator Dark Fate than $5 for cats. Interesting. Yes. yes. Okay. I, I think Terminator has a longer shelf life for success. <laughs> Uh, I think, I think this Cat is the movie movies. that. What should you say of that one? Okay. I, I think this will be the 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 finally a good Terminator movie. Um, wow. Yeah. This, yeah. this is the delusion, uh, the delusional Chris that we all see that uh, everybody else is finally getting a glimpse of. I'm just glad that we're putting this on a podcast. I, I, who says every every time I'm going to win? This is right. a winning roster. The record, the record is now official. When he does movie musical shakedown of cats in like nine months and praises its glories for what? Oh, it'll be it'll be a second weekend. (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) Right. Well, again, everyone else agreed with you uh, because no one else bid six uh, for cats. So. Again, this has poss- getting cats at five dollars to me is great value. I, th- I think I, I priced agree. around ten bucks or so. Um, so it's it's one of those movies that could win you the draft. It could also, you know, again do as terribly as Chris said. Uh, my view is even if it bombs for five bucks, I think I'm still at least getting pretty fair value for it. Um, so I thought that was an important movie for me to get, uh, as it leads to some other bidding coming up. Because if I got cats for five dollars, then I can possibly overspend. For other movies, you know, mm-hmm. that I really want, and then you, and know, you tried to. <laughs> I did. We'll get to that uh, in the very next movie. Um, the next movie thrown out was It Chapter Two, and this is one of the most fascinating bids. Um, definitely this auction of the last couple auctions, because this was really the last big movie on the board, except for Terminator Dark Fate, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but uh, this is the last big movie, and you know. Paula got her movie and she was only at $19 to spend. Chris, you had your movie, only $20 to spend. Tim, you know, had $25 left to spend um, and had Jumanji. So it was really between Ken and I. Yeah. You know, it, was, it, was, <laughs> it, was, it was eyeball to eyeball. Right. To- because toe to toe with the Ruskies, as uh, they say in <laughs> Dr. Right. Strangelove. Well, and whoever had it, Chapter 2, could pair it with Joker or Spies in Disguise and have a mm. pretty formidable one, too. And whoever. Scooby didn't, 
got left out. It chapter two for three dollars. Twenty-one. Twenty-two. Well, I'm out. Twenty-three. <laughs> Twenty-four. Twenty-five. Twenty-six. Twenty-seven. Twenty-eight. And so the podcast co-hosts. <laughs> After having done their fall movie preview, <laughs> get into a game of chicken. I, I see we have the exact amount of money left, too. Um, <laughs> 29. 29. You sound you said you sound begrudging when you said twenty nine. <laughs> I think we're both pre- <laughs> we're both begrudged at this point. Thirty. That's good. I'm out. It chapter two for thirty to Ken. Going once. Going twice. Sold. Well, I'm out for a while. <laughs> it was a pretty tense. I have to say, on my part, it was a pretty tense bid because it was. It, it, no, it, the feeling was mutual. It was, <laughs> I was, I was feeling it too. I had this priced in the low twenties, and as did I. I I had I had T meter concerns about this based on the reviews. As did I. <laughs> it was, and I was like, I think it's going to do box office a pretty. I mean, it should do two hundred million. Was my thought, but 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 again, this is the last movie that kind of had this ceiling and potential. And right. was I ready to? You know, if I spent thirty one dollars. That left me ten dollars for the rest of my four movies. Now, yeah. could I find a dollar or two movie or a couple sleepers I liked? I could, but that also gives you the run of several mid-tier quality, can you know, uh, tier candidate yeah. movies to yeah, uh, it, to run. This was this was a big inflection point in the in the uh, in the auction. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was almost like a sliding doors moment where you know I won the movie with thirty and almost immediately regretted my decision. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> because right. I realized I only had $7 left to spend for the rest of the, <laughs> of the auction. Right. And, and there were, you know, 20 movies left to go through. Right. And right. I needed to get four more movies. Mm-hmm. And you had all this extra cash that you could, you know, gobble up like all these mid tier right. movies. Uh, and basically, and from that point on, like outbid anybody for any movie that you wanted. Right. And we'll get into what it chapter two looks like it will do in a little bit, but it was it was an inflection point. And we are and I was basically left at that point to kind of because at that point I had forty two dollars left. I had buy more money than really anyone at yeah. that point. I could really pick my movies. So that led me. We're going to skip a few movies. Or yeah, we'll run through all the rosters. But honestly, though, I, I was hoping you went to thir- would go to thirty one. I was, uh, <laughs> I was going to say out, and then uh, you said out, and I was like, like, oh, I oh, really did this, right? So yeah, right. I was really kicking myself. Um, the next best movie that I thought to get, I think the next best movie on my board is A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Tom Hanks playing Mr. Rogers, coming off of a really successful documentary about Fred Rogers. A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood for a dollar. This movie has Paula written all over it. <laughs> <laughs> I bet your shins up with it. 
three. <laughs> Eleven. Twelve. Paula, just because Chris said you had to get this movie <laughs> doesn't mean you have to get this movie. <laughs> it's I, Tom Hanks and Mr. Rogers. I know, just, I know. Just throwing it out there. She's going to get this movie. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm out. Wow. Ha. <laughs> Twelve. Mr. Rogers, Greg, going once. Going twice. So. I don't think the sky's the limit for box office, but I think a really solid, you know, output was possible. It's a great weekend. Uh, so I got that for $12. Um, Chris, I want you to talk about, so you had gotten Dr. Sleep. So you got mm-hmm. that for $10, which I think was, you know, reasonable for sure. And you had Terminator Dark Phase, we discussed, for $5. Let's do it. Terminator Dark Fate. Oh, God. For a dollar. Out. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, for a dollar. I'll go two. You know, I'm going to go five. <laughs> yeah, you're, wow. yeah, that's... I have faith in James Cameron's producing abilities. Did you have it for Genesis, for Terminator Genesis? I did. I did. <laughs> wow. I did. How did that work out? Yeah. I think, did anybody draft that movie? I think that went undrafted. Uh, someone, yeah, no, someone must have. Someone yeah. must have. Um, I, I, you have for five? I'm mm-hmm. way I'm way wow. out. Why would you go from <laughs> two to five? Because I have faith. <laughs> Why? I don't know. <laughs> Reasons. Good reasons. I mean, it's not terrible value. I mean, it's uh, for five. I guess <laughs> people go I see it. No, actually, yeah, no, actually, no, it's bad. All right, anybody else? Terminator Five, Chris, going once, going twice. Soul. All right. <laughs> Feeling good about my roster. Cheers, man. <laughs> so, you you were. Uh, for reasons, and you don't have to explain yourself again because we went over it, but you were very happy to get Terminator Dark Fate for $5. $5. Didn't even want to, it didn't even want to bid it up one by one. Just that was your bid and that was your nope. number. Jumped right up from two to five. <laughs> so you had three movies at this point. You decided to throw out Downton Abbey at this point for a dollar. Mm-hmm. Yep. With all intentions of hoping to get it. So why now? So why in the middle of the draft did you feel mm-hmm. um, you wanted to get this? Well, there was actually two reasons. One was I actually legitimately want this movie. Um, mm-hmm. Number two, I thought Paula was also going to want this movie badly. And <laughs> There's I also thought, a third reason, but keep going. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, this was a movie that I had circled. Um, I had already heard, you know, positive things. And, you know, I, I scrolling through my Facebook feed, people, you know, uh, posting the trailer and freaking out and you know the Downton Abbey thing when it comes to masterpiece theater here on PBS and it really was, was a, a phenomenon for the, the time it was on and it generated a huge fan base here so, in the United States so yes um, yeah so you were expecting a big bid on this you're expecting like kind of a, a bidding war between you and Paula to a to a point but yes okay interesting yes. there was so, there was also a third reason that again his his uh dinner had arrived <laughs> and he wanted he he wanted to be done with the auction as quickly as possible. <laughs> that was I I had ordered very good, not to sound bougie, but I had ordered some very nice sushi uh, that I was looking forward to getting to. But yes, um, yeah, no, I was I, this was, but yeah, this was a movie that I'd circled okay. off. Yeah, definitely. So <clears throat> okay, so so some would say, 
Well, okay. I mean, if you expected bidding on this, then I guess it doesn't matter. I, I, I mean, again, I wasn't even touching this for two, so that was. Um, like that was I was prepared to go. To, I was prepared to go to five. Basically. Really? Okay. Yeah. Right. I mean, I gotta say, I, I, I'm more on Chris's side than Greg's with this one. I think no, Greg, I'm, I think no. you're, I think you're underselling Down Abbey just a little bit. Uh, I, I think it's gonna make Chris more money than no, I, than, I, than you think. No, I you you know you talked me into it today and yesterday, Ken. Um, I just again TV TVs into movies have a pretty bad history in the theaters. You know TV adaptations to movies, but this one may be an exception. So uh, I still I wouldn't. Have, yeah, I think I, what's going to help is that. Go ahead. I I still w- wouldn't be touching even for two or three because again I just see a very limited ceiling. But if I was in a different position where I needed like twenty five million guaranteed, you know even thirty million, then I'd go for it. I think what's going to work for this is that typically most episodes of Downton Abbey are usually about an hour and a half long anyway. <laughs> so this will just feel like watching two episodes of Downton Abbey. Yeah, and or like a Christmas think, episode. Right, right, exactly. Which is why I think audiences will, it won't be so jarring as like a Sex in the City movie, which I will admit that I saw. So things like that. So, yeah. Was that a punishment movie? or No, that was own, me trying to abuse a girl. So of your own volition then. <laughs> That was trying. That was a wooing move to yeah, land right. a girl who became my wife. So yeah. So in essence, it worked. But yeah. <laughs> well, job well done then. Exactly. So I still have a boatload of cash left. The movie I really wanted to support the Joker was Ford versus Ferrari, and mm. I really thought I was going to get this because no one basically had movie left. But I did not count on. Paula basically bidding me up. So Ford versus Ferrari got all the way up to fifteen dollars, um, which is three dollars higher than A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. I really wanted this movie. Uh, my only concern about Ford versus Ferrari was like the plot. Like I thought this may be a little bit too Oscar baity to potentially climb the box office tracks, but based on the reviews that there's some pure like adrenaline, like there's some like racing scenes that are just pure adrenaline and that are like really maximize the movie theater experience. Then I was like, okay, this has box office potential. Um, so unfortunately, I mean, 15 was just kind of too rich for me. Like $15 kind of puts this. 15 is a lot for that movie. Right. Cause that, that means you're basically expecting this to net a hundred dollars. Like it's pr- it, like, that's absolute price for perfection. You yeah. know, it, it has to stay at 90% and it's got to get triple digits box office. Yeah, that's, that's a little, even for Matt Damon. That, yeah. Yeah. So bad, I had that value. Yeah. I had to let it go um, at that point, but at that, but at that, and then that was another turning point. Cause now I had, you know, over $25. No one had more than like $8 left. So I could basically pick my movies, and I picked a couple. So I picked Adam's Family, which is an animated movie. Uh, as we discussed in the preview pod, animated are basically guaranteed like $70, 70 million dollars, basically. Yeah, uh, 50, $70 million, it's pretty yeah, sure, sure thing. Pretty sure bet. I also grabbed Charlie's Angels, a, a movie I'm sort of second guessing a little bit, uh, but of the movies that were left. Again, I thought I had the best mix of box office plus Rotten Tomato potential because this is trying to be a feminist, more feminist Charlie's Angels movies. I think the critics are going to tend to like it. Only and, problem is, is Hustlers went right after it for $5. <laughs> no, $5 yes. plus. Right. Yes, right. it did. So, true. So, obviously, Hustlers is, is probably better value. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. And, uh, right, Hustlers is probably the movie Charlie's Angels was tr- probably trying to be. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Hustlers for three dollars. Get that J Lo money. 
Well, you got to get that mid-September. Well, you know, they, they, do, know they, that, do, they do really well. You know, you know that A-Rod's going to buy out like 100 theaters so, <laughs> so they can boost the, the box office for this. So I'm I'm fully betting on A-Rod's chainess. <laughs> Anybody? Mm. Going once? Going twice? Sold. Oh, my God. I just won this whole thing. <laughs> yes, I did. All right, Chris is done. So Chris ended up getting Hustlers for $3, which is definitely a sleeper pick now. It's 90% Rotten Tomato, projecting to probably $100 million in the box office. So um, Chris made up for his um, Terminator Dark Fate bid. What are you talking uh, about? <laughs> what is it? This is as if I made some sort of mistake. Come on now. <laughs> but now we get... Okay, so... Well, you, you did so also, Chris, sorry, you, you also... Uh, filled out your roster greg with uh with arctic dogs yeah right right so right so after charles angels got arctic dogs so i decided to basically go for i'm gonna go you know this every movie get me 70 you know six fifty to 80 million dollar route and try and get my way you know it's a smart, it's a smart strategy yeah thank thank you thank you um and yeah arctic dogs is my sixth movie right yeah so yeah and then i was done and then it was basically to the remainder of the draft with, between Ken, uh, Ken, Tim, and Paula, because Chris was done after Hustlers. Um, so, should, yeah. at this point, there were still a lot of movies left available, and uh, Tim had a few bucks left, Paula had a few bucks left, and Ken had four dollars left. I had seven. Oh, seven. Um, yeah. So now we're going to get into. <laughs> the angry part of the podcast. You okay, Greg? <laughs> this is where Greg hulks out. So we, so at this point, we still have Little Women available. At this point, we had Arctic Dogs available. I did. I mean, I could pick my movie, but yeah, uh, Arctic Dogs was available. Uh, Voyages Doctor Doolittle is available. Ad Astro is available. Super Intelligence available. Zombie Land available. Last Christmas is available. And what does Paula nominate? Jojo Rabbit for a dollar. Um, what movie is this? That's Jojo. the uh, the Hitler movie. The Taika Waititi Hitler movie. <laughs> oh, didn't that get moved? No, no, it's still uh, it's still. Ah, yeah. No. Okay. I thought they were gonna move that. Okay. All right. Uh, anybody? No. No. Going once. Going twice. Sold. <laughs> Yes, that's right. Paula bids Jojo Rabbit, which I'm not even sure is getting screened in 100 theaters. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> either. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably definitely not screened in 1,000. Right, right. So, it's, yeah. that, is, that is the equivalent, like, that's the equivalent in a fantasy football draft of drafting, like, a third string quarterback when there is, like, you know, Jameis Winston and, like, you know, Sam Darnold left available to draft and you choose to draft like Alex Tanny. <laughs> you know, I mean, this is incomprehensible. Yeah. I, this hmm. is, you know, what Ken, go ahead. I, 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 I I'm, I don't have any words. There are no I words. Have a theory, I have a theory about this. Oh boy. Um, I okay, think Paula, insider, insider knowledge. I, this is not official. This is just speculation, but I, I think Paula got confused. Uh, because Peter Rabbit 2 is coming out this spring. I think she thought this was the sequel to Peter Rabbit. 
<laughs> about Peter's cousin Jojo. Wait, so and, quick and show of hands. Realized, quick show of hands, even though this is a, a audio pod. How many people actually think Paula saw the trailer for Jojo Rabbit? Oh, I definitely not. I, don't know. <laughs> no, I, think not a... it, I think she thought it was an animated film or a kid movie, <laughs> and oh, that's why she put it forward. Wow. Um, but this, guys, this is what we have come to expect from Paula's drafting. It is. <laughs> this it is, is a guy that's only won this one time. Listen, listen. Like I'm like I'm like John Madden. I got my one ring and I'm good. Um, this is what we come to expect. This is why she perpetually lands in either last place or second. How about betting on Arctic Dogs? That's definitely an animated movie. I mean, it doesn't. Oh my I just gosh. think it's. I think the problem with the Schaefer household is it's the blind leading the blind, and <laughs> uh, you know she's relying on her husband to tell her the plots of movies in that moment. And you know who knows if it's sabotage between the the Schaefer. I don't know. Like maybe wow. maybe Tim was like, yeah, that's the sequel to. Oh, that's the prequel I'm, to Peter Rabbit. I don't I'm know. Missing, not because if Paula loses, Tim has to watch the punishment movie too so I, I don't think tim it's in tim's interest to uh have paul <laughs> maybe maybe tim's so, like uh paul bettany in, in the um da vinci code you know just kind of <laughs> loves the pain and punish of punishment yeah and jojo rabbit was not even was it on any of your boards no it wasn't on my board no yeah. No, because it's a limited no. release. That, <laughs> there's no guarantee it's going wide. Even I mean, it it's on my board wide. to go see the movie, but not to certainly right. not to own it. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it's wide, five million. I mean, it's just uh, okay. Yeah. So, and then I got Arctic Dogs. I could name my price, and uh, and I got that. Then now it's Ken's turn to bid, and you yeah. threw up Little Women. Little Women for a dollar. Well, it's only Tim or Paula. No, thank you. I'm out. Oh, that's a steal. Going once. Tim Chalamet money. Going <laughs> twice. <laughs> Sold. Oh, hot damn. Yeah, that's a steal. And we were for a dollar. Yeah, well, for him. And Tim had some money. Paula had some money. And uh, both of us liked Little Women as a prospect in our draft preview pod. It, it, we think it has limited box office, but. It's um, it's probably shoot. got like a high. What's her uh, name? What's the writer's name? Oh, Greta, Greta Gerwig. Gerwig. Yeah, Greta Gerwig. It's Greta Gerwig behind it. The critics yeah. are gonna love it. It looks like a. I mean, it, it looks like it could be fun, even though it's a Little Women adaptation. So you know, Christmas release, and no one else goes two or three on it. Nope. Okay, fine. Whatever. Ken gets it for yeah. a dollar. A dollar is for a dollar. A dollar is a steal. It's a steal. Uh, it is a bottom line steal. Now Tim's up. Again, we have Ad Astra out there, Zombieland out there, Last Christmas. Little. Do- Voyage to Dr. Little. He throws out... Now, and again, what the movie you throw out at this point is really important because there's so little money left. Yes. So, like, when you throw out movies, you have to kind of expect to want it, you know, or, you know, and get it. Tim throws out... Lucy in the Sky for a dollar. Ken? Or nope. Paula? Paula? No. Okay. It's yours. It's an interesting choice with all the movies still out there, but... Mm. Uh, okay. That's right. And, I, again, 
a limited release. It's Natalie Portman in space <laughs> for some part of it. It looks like super esoteric and philosophical and not a box office pleaser at all. Um, I didn't even have it on my board. I did not either. <laughs> Chris, did you have it on your board? I didn't even, I, I had no idea what this you movie was. a movie? Right. Was coming. I was like, Lucy and the Sky had some song. Like, yes. <laughs> but the thing is, like, so Tim's in the, the wrong draft room. Right. <laughs> and like, he could have thrown an Ad Astra for a dollar. And Ken, you could have made, you may have sold for two or three dollars. for two or three on that. Yeah, one. I would have too. But then that leaves you, right. If you get three, then you have two less movies you can get. Right. But um, nope. And there's dead silence in the room. Tim gets Lucy in the sky for for one dollar, folks. Yep. If you're doing an auction draft, fantasy football, fantasy movies, you cannot throw out. Well, first of all, do your homework. <laughs> but when you, when you get down to the nitty gritty, don't don't throw out things that you don't want. Right, right. I mean, at least throw out a popular movie that you don't want. Yes. <laughs> at least yeah. you get an expectation for a bid. So it's just, I mean, you know, Tim's a ten year veteran of the league. Just a just just a rookie mistake. Let's just we got we got to say it as is rookie mistake. So, and then Paula throws out uh, Voyages of Dr. Doolittle. Doolittle for a dollar. Two. Three. It's as high as you can go, Paula. I know. That is as high as you can go. <laughs> Take it. Tim? Nah, I'm good. Three. Three. And Paula is done with four movies. Okay. No. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no. no. Uh, it ends up going for three, which I actually think three is actually pretty decent value for. Yeah. It, you only get three weekends out of it because it's coming a, in mid, mid- January. That's one of the problems with with Paula getting that for three. Yeah. Uh, another one would be that she used all of her remaining money on her fourth movie. Right. And right. one of her four movies is a limited release movie <laughs> that has no guarantee of making anything close to right. over $5 million. So she's right. really got three movies and a half. Yeah. Order. Well, and putting Jojo Rabbit aside, again, I don't mind her going for three on that because I think three is good value and that does have possible see i mean it has good box office potential as well as okay rotten tomato potential so uh i didn't mind that so much but again it's just these other movies that are left on the table so yeah i believe also paula uh thought she had more money than than three (laughs) dollars at this point so and then now it's down to ken and tim ken has three roster spots left three dollars tim has one roster spot left one dollar ken tim had like five bucks tim had six bucks at this Uh, point he what? Tim had six uh, bucks. No, he, no, no. I heard you. I, I what my what was like an exclamation. Like sorry. Yes. Yeah. Tim had six dollars <laughs> left. <laughs> six dollars with with one movie left to pick. Right. Right. I so, had I had five dollars and three movies left to pick. <laughs> so you throw it at Astra for a dollar, and Tim's like mm, pass. Which honestly, I. It's not the worst. Out of the movies that were left, I'm not sure right. Aster would have been my number one of that because I think. Well, let me can I can I, can yeah, I uh, sure. yeah. let you into my mind at this point? Yeah, yeah sure. I'm seeing that Zombieland Double Tap is still on the board here. Right, right. You can call and, it. And Tim only has one movie left to bid on. 
yeah throw out so i'm 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 wondering i'm like why is zombie land not gone yet right so i don't want to i don't want to be the one to put it out there that it's still available right right so i just throw ad astra for a dollar yeah i'm like okay no, I agree. So let's, see, let's see what Tim does. I'm with you on that. I was talking more from Tim's side. Yes. Like, right. And then Tim has a movie. Again, Last Christmas, Zombieland, Super Intelligence. Midway's still out there, by the way, too. Um, which, again, it's not, a, it's not a prospect. You or I both liked. Chris, what were your thoughts? Quick thoughts on Midway, by the way? Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. As we said multiple times during the auction, so much studying. Right, right. Well, Chris, you'll have to wait for a box office preview in uh, November when we'll uh, you'll, you'll learn what Midway is, I guess. But, there you uh, go. So Midway was still out there. Um, Harriet's still out there. Tim throws out. All right, this hurts. This hurts to say, but I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to I'm going to bid a dollar on super intelligence. Out. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> Okay. Wow. I, I'm I'm very puzzled right now. <sighs> a Melissa McCarthy movie. At this point, I'm, I'm doing I'm right. Dancing. I mean, Ken's doing handstands at this point. Like he can pick his last Which two movies. Which is no he easy task. Like. Right, so he's like, Tim picks a limited ceiling Melissa McCarthy movie, which, again, if it's Melissa McCarthy and Paul Feig, like, I'd say, mm, okay, that's very good potential, but with Ben Falcone, no, it's going to stink. Like, history is the best predictor of the future, and it's going to stink and do very little money. So he picks that. Ken, you get, pick your two movies to fill cool, out your roster. so I get uh, Zombieland for a dollar. Mm-hmm. Zombieland's still out there? Yes. Yep. Son of a... <laughs> you know what? Thank you, Tim. Ah. <laughs> I, I, okay. I, no, no. So I, I crossed it off on my list at one point when I was going to uh, oh, bid on it. And then totally forgot that I didn't bid on it. Oh, uh, man. Which one of these do I take? I, I got two that I really want. Last Christmas. <laughs> I, well, that's one of the movies I'm debating. Last Christmas, or do I go with another movie coming on the same date, playing with fire, which is John Cena mm. and a kids movie? Oh Ooh, man, get that John Cena money! John Cena sucks. <laughs> All right, Last Christmas. Yeah, bank on that Asian money. Thank you, Tim. I'm yeah. so angry. I'm, I'm, I'm glad so you angry. got. I'm glad you got Lucy in the sky. That was that was really. I, that was yes, cool. yes, really, listen, really. Listen, and, if and I wasn't in, if I had not crossed out Zombieland for whatever reason, I did. Uh, I, I won't lie. I, I actually was gonna say it, but I thought it was already taken. So I was like, I don't want to feel stupid. And <laughs> I oh, oh yeah, they thought it was taken. I don't want someone to say it was already taken five picks ago, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Right, because we're we're recording, so you're, there's extra stress than that. There's, right? there's, the there's time, extra the element. One time, I need you to be stupid, and you fail. Ugh. You we went, to to we went through all this in our podcast. We went through all this in our preview podcast. We we we're, we're don't tr- have we're trying to give away the championship. We, we gave you guys <laughs> all the keys and all the secrets. <laughs> we offered them up on a silver platter. No, oh, again, there's only so much we can do. You know. 
And then Ken that leaves you with Zombieland and Last Christmas. Um, yep. both of which I uh, thank Tim both times. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So Ken so I put Ken through the ringer to getting it chapter two for thirty dollars, which I, I was and, pretty happy with myself. Yeah. And I was kicking myself uh for that for till about pick twenty two when I got Little Women. Right. At, for a dollar. And then pick twenty five when I got Ad Astra for a dollar. Yeah. And then I started feeling a little bit better. <laughs> and then Tim picked Super Intelligence and I was feeling great. <laughs> so, Chris, make the case for your roster to be the winning roster. Your roster is Frozen 2, Terminator Dark Fate, Doctor Sleep, Downton Abbey, 21 Bridges, and Hustlers. Make all right, case. so here's my case. Well, first of all, because, you know, Hustlers is going to be the first good stripper movie we've ever had. So that was <laughs> but, um, no, my, it's a female my, empowerment movie, Chris. Right, right. Here's why I love my roster. Because every single, first of all, I've got studio films, wide releases, top to bottom, number one. Number two, every single one of those movies, maybe 21 Bridges, you're going to get like studio marketing backing. So every single one of those movies, the studio is going to put out there marketing as much as possible because they want people to see it. So they're putting value in all my roster movies. I, I would say 21 Bridges is the one, eh, we'll see. But um, <coughs> Cough, down there, cough. I like it. I like the fact that um, my movies will be a priority for studios this coming season. So there you go. Priority, Wait, okay. priority for Downton Abbey. Interesting. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, yeah. So it's coming and, out next week. I haven't seen that much uh, advertisement for it. The studios not, are going to drop Terminator Dark Fate like a hot cake when it comes in at fifteen percent. it's going to be. <laughs> mark my words, and I'm glad, again. This is. I'm glad we're recording this for posterity. Um, <laughs> Me too. This will be the first good Terminator movie since Terminator Two. I am going to. I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to get an eighty percent. So another prophecy. Rating, eighty percent. Eighty percent. And. Uh, you know, I'm, I it's not going to cap, but I think I'll get triple triple digits. I'll, I'll get nine figures out of this thing. Nice. The movie gods have spoken to the court <laughs> jester once again. Now, because if I'm right on this, Lenny, uh, <laughs> no, I mean, if I'm right, uh, good lord, this is like the Lenny. call of the century. I'm just, I'm just going to put it out there. So I think now, Chris, I'm going to come back to you in a second for more assessment. But can I want to get your opinion? I think we're all agreed that the bottom two rosters are Tim and Paula. So again, Paula's roster is Star Wars, Ford versus Ferrari, Jojo Rabbit, and Voyages of Doctor Doolittle. And we should say Ad Drop is available in our league, so there well, are other movies out there. She can't add more to her right. roster than she already has. Correct. She can only swap them out. Right. So she could swap Jojo Rabbit for again. You know, it's just. Yeah, she has to be the odds-on favorite to to come in last. Just because, I don't think so. just because of the uh, the the numbers game. I I still think it's going to be Tim. Yeah, so Tim, so Tim's roster in rough order: Jumanji, uh, we'll say Knives Out, Abominable, Maleficent, Lucy in the Sky, and Super Intelligence. Yeah, that's not great. He's also Jumanji, Maleficent. Did you Ju- say Maleficent? I did say Malef- Maleficent. Okay. Yeah. Jumanji is a pretty weak one, um, in my opinion. I think you really need a strong two, uh, second movie along with that. And if the second movie is, I mean, I guess it's Knives Out, I guess. I mean, maybe Maleficent. It's it, it's a pretty, I mean, his his roster could crater. Yeah, you're right. It's. I mean, looking at Paula, you, $200 million for Star Wars. Ford versus like Ferrari is going to be good. I mean, 70, $80 million for Ford versus Ferrari. 
Tim might uh, not make 270. It a is couple, very couple possible. Weekends, couple weekends for a voyage of Dr. Doolittle. That's yeah. maybe like 40, 50 million tops. Um, yeah, I don't see I don't see Paula getting much above like 310, 320. Yeah. And so the question is, does Tim have enough money to, to get above that? He with, may not. He yeah, may not. Yeah. <laughs> it's very... Realistic. I mean, he'd have to swap out Lucy for Lucy in the Sky for something. Yeah. Um, Chris, what do you make of uh, between? So put it, you're going to win this league, of course. But uh, for of second course. place, who do you like? Uh, myself or Kent? So my roster to recap is Joker, Cats, Beautiful Day Neighborhood, Adam's Family, Charlie's Angels, Arctic Dogs, versus Ken's, which is Spies in Disguise, It. Chapter Two: Little Women at Astro Zombie Land last Christmas. Uh, I like I like Ken, just edging you out for second place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and when I say edging out, I, I mean probably within I would say within fifty million of each other. Like it's I think it's going to be close. Um, <clears throat> I mean with Tim, I don't know what happened there. I mean I I can't think of an analogy of a, like a sports team that you know does okay in its first early rounds and then just blows up. You know, later on, and it, I think it's just, you know, he didn't study. He didn't. He wasn't ready for this thing. And, uh, you know, when you're, you know, when you walk into a movie draft not prepared, uh, not doing your homework, like I do, um, you know, you uh, you're gonna end up oh, for, you're gonna end up forgetting that Zombieland is still out there. So um, he actually yeah. said he crossed it off. That's the yeah, that was See, great. And I'll, I'll tell. I'll make this official now. Uh, Tim. Tim. Uh, y- unwittingly left his draft sheets out on his kitchen table and I was at his house and I saw <laughs> like movies that he highlighted. So I was like, okay, those are movies. And they weren't like, there were no you know secrets. I was like, okay, Star Wars and Frozen 2. So he was highlighting movies that obviously I think he was going to target and Zombieland 2 was one of them. So <laughs> I, that's, that's why I'm strange. so confused. That's why I'm so confused about that whole thing. I mean, I was already out of it and I didn't want to sound stupid by saying, hey, is Zombieland taken? And then for you guys to be like, oh, it was taken 20 minutes ago. Because um, <laughs> Which know, is I, something that you've done in the past. Right, right. something I've Definitely. done in the past. And I don't like getting my chops broken that much. So, um, <laughs> Plus it was being recorded, too. Plus it was being recorded for posterity. So, right. yeah, again, right. like, Tim, no excuse. Paula, typical Paula. So, Yeah. All right. Well, um, just very quickly... I think it is razor thin between me and Ken. Um, I do. I am heartened that it chapter two, not only has like a 63% rotten tomato score, but this weekend is projecting to be a pretty big drop uh, in box office revenue. Uh, It's projecting like a 60, 60% drop, which means it chapter two may only get to 200 million. Maybe, Uh, maybe even a little bit short of that. If that's true. Yeah. I was I was kind of hoping like when I got it I was hoping for like 150 million, yeah. The, and and it looks like it's probably going to be closer to like 120 if I had to guess. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, that's not uh, that's not great. I still I still feel confident though this that uh, with Little Women at Astro Zombieland last Christmas like I think there's like a 40 to 50 million range for or mm-hmm. you know roughly for all four of those movies. Yep. And and adding that to the two spy, you know, spies in disguise and F chapter two, like that should help me out. Yeah, yeah. And I I'm gonna go slow and steady. I'm gonna try to go, uh, you know, uh, again sixty to eighty million uh, per movie. And, and Joker, obviously, a little bit higher mm-hmm. than that. It's kind so of we'll funny, s- like Greg. We were talking after the the auction that um, 
you know, if if you had ended up with a chapter two, you you probably would have ended up with a roster kind of similar to mine. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And I probably would have ended up with a roster similar to yours. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> Yeah. It wouldn't have been the same movies, but it, it wouldn't was... have been the same, uh, you know, roughly the same amount of uh, dollars spent on those. Yeah, no, it was a crucial, that was a crucial bid. So uh, so that about wraps it up. Uh, any closing thoughts, guys? Chris Just, is not winning this you, thing. You heard it first here, folks. <laughs> I'm winning this thing. So The, the prophet has spoken. Next week, uh, we'll be back with our regular schedule of box office preview. We are going to preview Ad Astra. Um, we'll spend a few minutes on Rambo Last Blood and we'll also do uh, we will do see or don't see and bonus questions for both of those movies as well as Hustlers uh, next week uh, hope you enjoyed um, this auction fancy box office breakdown start your own movie leagues if you haven't already it is a ton of fun if you love it's movies a do a so, league you will not so regret it it is our favorite fantasy uh, league out of all of them so uh, otherwise uh, if you're going to see uh if you're going to see Hustlers this weekend, enjoy the movies. Otherwise, yes, we'll catch you next Yes, please go see that movie. Enjoy. Go see it, Chapter 2 again. Bring, your, bring, bring yeah. some parties with you. Great, oh. bachelorette, <laughs> great Bachelorette movie to go we're, see. We're not above pandering and asking no, no. and begging. Oh, no. and real quick, if you have questions about how to set up your fantasy movie league, or if you have any questions at all about box office preview, email us at onstagebop at gmail.com. That is onstagebop at gmail.com. For Chris Peterson... Ken Jones, I am Greg Earhart. We will see you next week. Enjoy the movies. Adios.